Time is money, especially on your job site. Don't waste another penny on labor-intense flooring installations. Diamond Lock Polyurethane Flooring Adhesive is easy to spread, covers more area, and can improve your overall installation time. Delight your wallet and your customer with an efficient installation using Dow's award-winning adhesive. Diamond Lock is not only easy to use, but is odorless with non-detectable VOCs and contributes towards lead credits. Find out more at dow.com forward slash diamond lock to save you time and money. Hi, this is Michael Martin, President and CEO of the National Wood Flooring Association. And uh, again with me this week, we've got Chris Zizza, President of CNR Flooring in Boston. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing all right today, Michael. How about yourself? I'm good. Thanks for joining me on the Real Answers podcast. How, how's, hey. how's everything going up there? I mean, I, I know we're in COVID still, but I, I'm, I'm calling it post-COVID because things are different from when, when COVID started. We're, we're certainly busy, and I know a lot of people out there are certainly busy right now because I'm fielding phone calls from people asking about it. But what are you working on, man? We've got, uh, we've got an event coming up pretty soon. I think we have the, uh, the Hardwood Floor Now event is right around the corner. Am I right? That's right. So this week, the, uh, you should get in the mail this week or early next week, the current issue of the Hardwood Floors magazine. Um, and what you'll find in that issue is really kind of an outlook for 2021, trying to tie that together with a digital event. Um, as you know, we had a successful digital event as we had to replace the annual meeting without being able to host that with COVID. So we decided that we would do another digital event to kind of bring forth what's, what things are going to look like after the election and what, as things sort of settle in with the, you know, the new normal. So what do you need to know now is really what the, the theme of the meeting is. And we're going to tie that together with the magazine, several of the presenters, several of the folks that wrote um, Outlook articles for the issue will also be speaking. We'll also have uh, some of our regional instructors doing some demos and education there, which you can find all that stuff at nwfa.org or on hardwoodfloorsmag.com. Uh, both websites will take you to the event site. Registration is free, but we are asking that you consider making a donation to the NWFA Education and Research Foundation in lieu of a registration fee, just to help us, you know, kind of recoup some of the, the the money that we use to to fund the organization. Uh, a lot of that comes from the expo, as you know. You know, the other thing we're going to do, which is kind of fun, uh, again, just to try to, to try to end the year uh, as good as we can, we're going to do a we're going to do an auction for the Education Foundation. So if you have some things you'd like to, you're willing to auction off, um, you know, for most people in most states, that's a tax write-off. So we'll send a letter giving you the the donation you can use for your taxes. We're starting to see some of our manufacturers and distributors and and contractors come forward with some items that it'll just be fun to, you know, bid against uh, right your friends on. on. So so when I go to register for for the NOW event, that's when they're going to ask if I want to make a donation to the educational fund? Yes. Okay, cool. So we're just really asking, you know, give what you can. We want you to be part of the event. We want the whole industry, whether you're an NWFA member or not, we want you to be part of the event and, you know, get some networking in before the end of the year, talk about how things are going to look in 2021 and uh, have a little fun as we kind of round out the year. I like it. I like it a lot. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Well, tell us what's going on in your, in your COVID business world today. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say my neck of the woods, but my neck of the woods today is Alabama. Uh, actually taking the weekend off to go visit my daughter. I haven't had any time off since we've all started bouncing back. You know, as the cities opened up, everybody got busy, myself included, and it's been crazy. And by crazy, I mean booming. We're, we're having to sit down weekly 
and have scheduled meetings. And we've actually had discussions saying, okay, you know, get out the whiteboard and let's make a list of what's the most important jobs that have to finish. What are the real deadlines and how are we going to accommodate each customer? We've even had to call a couple customers and say, uh, listen, would you mind terribly if we rescheduled you from Tuesday uh, to Friday or next Monday? And I noticed that there's a set of stairs on your job. So we're going to do the stairs for free as a compensation for uh, your understanding on a reschedule. And I've had to do that on a couple different jobs, make, make considerations because we had to reschedule. Uh, what I have learned is that the homeowners that get the discounts have been very receptive to it. We usually explain it to them in a manner that says, you know, we've got a family that's trying to move in and, you know, they have a closing date and the banks and, you know, versus the fact that you just want to get your living room and dining room done over in your stairs. Would you mind terribly on a reschedule? So we're prioritizing our projects because most of you guys that have contractors like we do, um, you know, you think they're going to be ready. They think they're going to be ready and then they're not ready. Right. And it's your job to adjust. Well, adjusting has never been a problem in the past, but when you're seriously jammed, when, when all the trucks are out, adjusting is a problem and you have to switch from adjusting to prioritizing. Uh, I've had some calls from guys from all over the country that are dealing with the same thing we are. And you know, they're like, well, how are you doing it? And so these are the things we've been doing. We prioritize builders over homeowners. And then secondary prioritize is what are your real deadlines? You know, are you trying to make a closing? Uh, is your kid going to school, you know, or is your kid coming home from school and you got to get the room ready? Those kind of things. So that's what we've been doing. And I'm sure you guys out there will come up with your own ideas on what the priority is and how you're going to handle that. The other thing that we've been dealing with and people have been calling me about, um, I know guys in Long Island that called me last week. We had a gentleman out in Oregon called me uh, a couple of weeks ago. We had a great talk about basically an employee shortage. You know, we need more guys. And Michael, you might remember, I don't know, maybe it was two months ago when I said I was going to hire more guys and my staff was totally against it. Mm -hmm. And we hired him anyway. Do you remember that, co that podcast? I do. I well, remember we, that. Yeah. So we hired him and that put another crew on because we were running a three-man crew and we took the three-man crew, obviously made it a two-man crew and then put the new hire and that put another truck on the road. And that truck has not stopped since the day we hired him and we're booked straight out. So we were fortunate that that guy came to us. But in my discussion with the gentleman from Oregon, we were talking about where can we find people? And I'm convinced right now that we, we've got to grow our, excuse me, we got to grow our own. And what I mean by that is, listen, with COVID, some kids were dreaming about going to college or their parents were dreaming about them going to college. And maybe it didn't happen. Or maybe they're going to school remotely and they have more time on their hands. So I think there's an opportunity to see if there's some people around that are available that maybe wouldn't have been available if COVID didn't happen. And 
you may turn them into wood floor guys to everyone's benefit, theirs and yours. So that's one thing we're doing uh, in terms of what I call growing our own and how we're going to look for employees. And then the other thing I have in, in my head is what do we want to do with our staff that, you know, if you send two sanders out and there's a carpet tear out, do your two sanders do the carpet tear out as well? Because I would call that a non-skilled task. And you could definitely find a couple of reliable kids. And by kids, I mean, you know, your 18, 19 year olds, set them up, teach them how to tear out a carpet without damaging the floor underneath. And now you have a couple of laborers that they go the day before and start tearing out the carpet. Then your sanders show up the next day. It just adds a day to the schedule, but your, cu- your customer has access. But what you did was you opened up a whole day for the crew to sand somewhere else. Right. And so if, so if you were to make a list of all your non-skilled labor tasks, do you think you could create a pattern where you could have on-call laborers that work for you fairly regularly and that would do those tasks and those same guys. So we've done this by the way. So I know this works. I got two kids named Adrian and Cole. They're 22 years old. They actually have a painting business, but they're not always busy because they're just college kids. So I taught them how to do carpet tear outs and they do carpet tear outs. They do lumber delivery for me. And these are tasks that when a crew was available to go do it, we would let them go do it. But we don't have a crew available right now. So it's really working out and it's creating more room on the schedule. So give that some thought, guys. So these are the things that we're doing. I'm calling it post-COVID performance, even though we're still in COVID. This is what I'm working towards. Um, I think it's what makes you know, your year. We've got to come back from two or three months of, I'll say, slack in sales. And we're definitely cooking. So these are the things we're doing. We were sitting around the other day and, you know, on my staff, because we're having more meetings than we've ever had. And we were saying, you know, what makes a successful company and or what makes a successful job? And the, the real truth to that is teamwork. And it's from the office to your guys in the field to the customer being happy and a happy customer and a happy paying customer, all those things. So you got to connect those dots. So I've been going on the jobs more and more and talking to my guys and finding out what's going on in their life and how they're doing. And the fact that they're busy has got them energized, but it's also got them stressed because some of the kids aren't going back to school. So we find ourselves having to work that into our equation as well. And I don't know if you guys out there are dealing with that, but we have um, made it clear to our guys that if you, if you have to be the one to go pick up your kid or drop your kid off because it's a half day or a crazy day, you know, we've been allowing that and they're coming back to work. And so you have to ask yourself, do you need a COVID response policy for where we are in, in your city? In Boston, they're calling it phase three. So phase three. All the schools are still not open, and that includes some of my guys. So we've had to make some changes to our staff and rules, and I guess it's 
an ever-changing world and you got to keep responding to it because the name of the game is more sales and we got to keep our guys happy and you got to get to the job. So that's what we're working on these days, Mike. I don't really have much more to talk about because I don't like to bore people. Um, <laughs> but guys out there, if uh, if it's working for you, I will take a minute to say thank you to all you guys that are calling and saying that you're enjoying the podcast and that it's helping because that's all the NWFA wants to do is to help all of us become better contractors. I know they made me a better one. And if you're listening to this podcast and it's helping you, uh, I think that's terrific. And uh, thank you for people who are like, well, thanks, Chris. I, I have to say, you know, we've uh, we did a survey last week, and uh, what came back out of that survey was really it feels like there's been a shift where, you know, we're not dealing so much with the chaos of COVID as as we're just we've entered a new phase of, you know, with things reopening and, and moving forward. People are generally busy. Most people feel like they're going to end their year similar to last year, equal or possibly even a little bit up in some cases. But, um, you know, for what we've been through this year, I think that's, that's really very positive and, and everybody's doing pretty good out there. So it's, um, it's good to keep these conversations going as we keep going through the, the changes that, uh, that await us as we get back to some new normal. Um, so thanks for, thanks for taking your time and being with us. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. If these guys out there that are listening actually have some questions they want answered, where would we have them email that to us? Well, we can just take them at info at nwfa.org. So just email us there, info at nwfa.org. Just say real answers question, um, like to put it on the on the docket, and then uh, maybe it spawns a topic. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, guys, keep it real out there, and I hope you're doing well, and I hope everybody's healthy and safe. Thank you very much for listening.